What's going on, everyone? And welcome to the Trail Theory Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Alex. I'm Austin. And I'm Pfeiffer. Welcome back, everybody. We are here tonight to talk about bucket list trips, which could be a type of trip, a location, or really anything you want it to be. So who wants to start us off here? What What are your dream trips? What do they look like? Now, I'm kind of excited to talk about this because I've actually been researching and uh, and looking up a couple of things that I really have on my list um, of things that I, I like not want to do, but like I have to do them. Like I feel like in my gut and soul, like I've got to go to these places. As he pulls out his binder full <laughs> <Yeah>. of... Uh... <laughs> it's funny you say binder because like I actually started to do... I, I have a binder because some of the some of the trips that I want to do are, are a little bit more uh, involved um, with, with logistics and travel and that kind of thing. Um, so I, I do have a binder that I, <laughs> I, I started. <laughs> um, and I actually started to do... Um, like like a trip planner type of thing because yeah. I I want to make sure that I'm hitting these things you know and and actually getting things done and planning them and and kind of taking action plans to please, it. Please so, tell me the binder has tabs. No, no tabs. Uh, not, yet. not yet. I imagine they'll be there. And I, well so and I want to hear about what you have slotted. But I mean we've talked a little bit about what we've done and we do loops and we've done a lot of, you know, yeah. pretty structured backpacking trips. But um I know one thing for me that I've talked to you guys a lot about is doing a whether it's point to point or a larger loop or whatever but just being out for a longer period of time the most we've done i think is three nights that's right yeah and i'm like i want to do like i want a five night we're out so maybe there's a travel day and then four but i would doing five nights out to me is like my next milestone that i want to hit i want to circle back real quick to what brian was saying and uh how he's been you know now he has kind of like a game plan because you know some of the trips that you've mentioned to us you know before um, you know, before we started recording, uh, some of these trips you've talked about for years. Yeah, I've been, uh, really and you haven't do them. done them, and and that's okay. Yeah. But now you know you really want to, and I think that putting it down on paper, yeah, and uh, you know, setting a goal for yourself is, is really important. I mean, I know I do this, and I I think most of us do this in whether it's our job or in life. You know, set goals and put action plans. If if you have a trip, a bucket list trip, yeah. it's important to put it down and how you figure that out or manifest that shit if you're yeah, interested in that as weird as that is to say it's not weird to say man i've 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 it's so funny i was just talking to my wife about how i feel like i've been like manifesting some of these things that i've i've gotten into my life whether it's you know uh, a new car or uh or uh, you know it just, literally anything like i just it just it could be little things too and part of the planning thing is me trying to manifest the whole uh, experience because some of these trips that I want to do are are long. Well, and, look and it at, takes a, it 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 takes me away from my family. It takes me away from right. my you know my wife and kids, and I, that I need support for, and I need you yeah. know I need her to be okay with that kind and of that's, thing too. That's just the basis, like buying a car, like yeah, one hundred percent. That that's the basis for how I mean our whole excuse for um, well not excuse, but when we sit down and we say here's the dates yeah. and how we plan our trips, it's like physically getting it down on paper or on a excel spreadsheet or whatever and having or a google doc a google or, doc yeah sure sure and having everyone put their stamp on like yeah i'm putting this in writing that i'm good and and for us it's like we're all so busy how do we hang out well let's get it on paper and that would and then we've based 
our ability to do backpacking and other things on that. Like, it, let's get it on paper. And it's kind it. of like the crux of this podcast is right. a good excuse, like, right. to get together. Uh, campfire, no campfire, beers, no beers. Like, Usually yeah, beers. Yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> no great... No beers. It's, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one here is participating in dry January. Um, but, but it is, yeah, it's a good excuse to, like, plan something and... Um, I'm a, I'm a big plant, like sucker for looking forward to things. Right. right yeah. and, and kind of the journey to journey being like, uh, kind of the idea of looking forward to something, the anticipation, that's the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah. It's part yep, of the yep, excitement. Yep. The anticipation of it. is what makes it kind of special to me. Yeah. And like we've talked about before, you know, most of our trips, well, all of our trips really have been East coast trips, stuff that's pretty drivable for us. You know, they're not incredibly long, you know, we'll do four days, um, typically do loops or, or different trails like that. Um, and so a lot of this too is you know for us as a group like where we want to go not just personally but like as a group and i'm excited to hear what you guys have to say because i don't have anything specific that i'm like i have to do this as far as adventure goes i like hearing what you guys want to do and then looking into it and kind of like tagging along personally yeah well let's look um brian how are you know yours are at least I think some of them, because I know some of them already, or, or maybe more individual, or they could be more individual. And yeah, those are I mean, pretty specific. I, but honestly, go through some of if, if you guys wanted to come, I'd love for you guys to come. I'd love for anybody in our group to come uh, and, and join me on this adventure. But um, you know, there's 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 three that I uh, that I really really want to tackle. Um, not just um, backpacking, I guess, but the, the first big one that I'm, I'm starting to plan now for next year in March is the, uh, Mount Everest, uh, base camp trek. So, um, starting, starting, it is a big one. (laughs) You know what? So in 200 words or less, explain to us what that is. There's that's simply different than like climbing Everest, but it's still like, yeah, that's where, when you first described it to me in another conversation, like, I wasn't necessarily um, against it or like, but I'm curious, like, I guess explain for us as a group and then our listeners, like what that entails, because that doesn't necessarily entail like, you know, climbing and summiting Mount Everest. So like explain kind of what all that entails. Yeah. There's, there's really not a, like a technical climbing aspect to any of that track. It is literally a, I would say almost like, uh, you know, it's not going to be easy, right? Cause you're going, you're going to, uh, Rarely seven, is it easy. Seventeen thousand four hundred feet is, I think, Everest Base Camp elevation, and I the 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 biggest tackle, um, aside from uh, f- uh, getting to uh, where kind of the, the the trailhead is in uh, in Lakla, but um, the airport uh, f- that you you fly into in Lakla is uh, one of the world's dangerous airports. <laughs> But seriously yeah the Starting runway off. the runway is incredibly short oh. and elevated it's not crime it's just unsafe <laughs> yeah it's oh, unsafe okay. like def- yeah and there's huh. tons of wind and stuff like that so it's I'm it's, out. A, it's a hard flight <laughs> it's only 30 minutes everyone's fine they you know you the pilots they do actually it all have the a, time the pilots have to have a special license to actually be able to do it you can't just fly in but you start in lakla and uh depending on um how many days you you are on the trail you trek from um, village to village and uh, there's there's little tea houses um, or, or like a it's like a hotel kind of thing they call mm-hmm. them tea houses um, that you stay in and uh, and 
you have breakfast, lunch, and dinners um, at these at these trailheads. Is that like or the tea is houses. that every few days? Every or? every every night you oh, end really? up. Oh really? Oh interesting. A, every night you end up at a village and end up at a tea house. Oh wow! So there's no there's no like tents involved or anything like that. You know, you're you're actually in a in a a structured home type of style thing, and uh, and you know you've got menus to choose from, so you're not having to bring food with you. It's ve- it's a very different kind of trip, right? But um, the the reason why I want to do it so badly is I have this obsession with Mount Everest and I have an obsession with actually physically being there and experiencing at least on a, you know, a very remote level, the, the The atmosphere and the scale of it all. And, you know, I, Let's face it. I guess never say never, but I, you know, the the chances of climbing Everest. You know, I love to climb and I I love to get into mountaineering and get into that whole thing. The chances of climbing Everest, it's gonna be so razor thin, well, that's right? A, that's and it's a so whole, dangerous. That's a whole another. That's a whole different thing, right? right? So like you, you need to know how to climb. Yeah, it's also extremely expensive. Oh, yeah, geez, right. Yeah. You know, there's so many things that that have to go into it. You know. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. Like, I think maybe that's the next best thing yeah, without man. having to like dedicate your life to mountain climbing. Yeah. And I, I it's just, fair. I want to experience the culture of it all and, uh, and, and experience that, that part. And like, when do you ever get to Nepal? Right. Like, sure. And, and it's, yeah, there's right. so many people. I mean, who here has been to Nepal right? now? Like, exactly. Uh, you know, no so, or not, right? So that's, that's a really big bucket list trip for me. Uh, and, and among, you know, a couple other more extreme things, like I, I want to summit. Kilimanjaro, like mm-hmm. we've, we've talked about that before. Yeah, um, that's a that's a big bucket list trip for me too. So. Is that possible, like yeah. without having a lot of? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, because I, mean, I, I I personally like honestly, I'm a, a novice with it comes to that kind of stuff. Barely any technical climbing. The yeah. last day for summiting, you you might have to get up on all fours, uh, and kind of you know. But we've done it's we've done a, stuff like that before yeah. on trips that we've already done. Like it's, that stuff that's more of a scale. And, and it's, it's 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 a it's a drastically upscaled version of some of the stuff that we've done. Yeah, got you. Um, it's you know you're just way higher up. Yeah, you just your insane. your elevation is over nineteen thousand feet, so yeah. you you experience different types of of um, things. You know, with more so the altitude, you know, and yeah. Yeah. possibly altitude sickness and that kind of thing. But um, but as far as as far as physicality and stuff like that, like all four of us could do either of those trips, no problem. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? I see. And like, I think what's funny about those two things specifically is, so you say Everest Base Camp, and one thing we've been talking about a lot, which I think we're trying to do, I don't know if it was this year, or we've just been talking about it, but um, is to do a cold trip. Like we want to do a yeah. trip in the snow. It's like you say Everest, it's like yeah, part of that. weekend, we're going. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's like part, part <laughs> of that be, is, yeah. uh, part of that is you're just bat- battling the elements and the elevation. We haven't battled snow yet i think we want to i think what you're saying is like it's it's about adding another layer of difficulty right like we i think we new aspect as a as a group we've collectively we've seen some stuff and we've seen like you know we've kind of and i i think this is one of my favorite aspects of backpacking and and any sort of maybe not necessarily camping like camping can be kind of i don't say basic and easy for, for a lot of people but that's what i love about it but like with backpacking i think you really start to understand like the characteristics and, and like traits of your friends yeah like i mean yeah. certainly like i know each and every one of you on a deeper level because like just how you each individually respond to certain challenges and like i love that because i think it, it's just unique and you see a lot of like the humanity of backpacking and i think that's really cool and special yeah, for yeah. sure but I think when you describe like a a trip like that or uh, a trip, Brian, as you're just des- or Pfeiffer, as you're describing, um, much like 
you know, a winter camp, right? Yeah. We've done some hard, like technical, just like hiking and backpacking trips where it's like we scale, um, or, you know, make some, some mountains kind of at like, you know, the Adirondacks, for example, right. that were really difficult. And right. we did some distances that were incredibly difficult, you know, 20 plus miles in a day, like right. whooped our butts. But like now considering adding snow as an elephant element and yeah. like sleeping, through, through that, that. Yeah. sounds just first off in in the confines of a warm home it sounds <laughs> like oh we could totally do that but i know for sure when we get out there we're gonna sit there and be like holy shit it is <laughs> cold, cold. Well, and it is really cold and 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 you know that's one thing is like preparing yourself for that change in temperature and totally. elements. But, but it's not just that it's there's a there's a lot of equipment that goes into that that we don't have right now right i mean some of the stuff uh, yeah d- well i mean i think what for, for what brian's what describing for everest yes. yeah well yes but like, i'm not talking about that though like say we're doing what we've been doing but we do it in the snow so yeah. Yeah. We what's, can do interesting, that. what's interesting about that is we've done uh i i'd make the argument that none of us would have to buy a single thing to go on a snow trip. I think that's because true. Because we went on, when we did Manus Day, what, what was our yeah, really It was cold. Day. It was Manistair's, under 30. So it was 25. We, we've, you know, we, we woke up and there was, you know, the, the condensation had iced over on the outside of the tent. And we, and, and, and so. it was, it was cold. So the only, the only difference is that we didn't have snow on the ground. Listen too, and remember this, right? Similar. It sounds crazy to say snow is an insulator. Right. So true. like when you, when you, uh, camp in the winter you literally want snow to build up around the edges of your tent because it's going to keep everything locked in which is insane it's like when you like as a kid are like getting you get covered by snow it like you just like kind of warm get warm like you make an igloo out of like the snow plow like pile at the end of your your driveway or whatever like it is it will insulate so the fact is like it being like bone cold 25 degrees no condensation no rain right that's cold as shit yeah. whereas snowing in like 31 degrees might actually be kind of lovely like yeah. at night like <laughs> sure. i know it sounds crazy by sure. the time yeah. we you talk about like we've all i think we've we've kind of talked we've done an episode about you know sleep systems and all right. that like dude i i said in <laughs> when we talked about that Let's fucking kill this! Like I'm ready to go sleep <laughs> in the say, snow. I was gonna say the, the I'm ready. Yeah, the dude. complex and like the amount of stuff you guys have for sleeping. Of course, you're gonna be warm in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got quilts. <laughs> you know, and it's, like it's funny too. Yeah. Is that you could you, we? Could, I would need to upgrade some stuff, honestly. But not much. Not much. No, not no, much. I guess. But like some of my sleeping sleep stuff, you need would a need bag. To change. Right? They just need a bag. The, the, the pad, I think. The R, We talked about it before. The, the R, R value. value of the pad right. is huge. And I, right. I completely agree with that. But like, this is coming from someone... We, I think we did, we covered this. But like, I used to sleep fully clothed with my puffy coat, with my raincoat, all of those layers because Bonkers. I had a shitty pad. And now I have a better system. So right. like, I think about that now and I'm like... I could do if it was snowing and it was cold. That like twenty five degrees, whatever it was, and there was snow, no mm-hmm. snow, whatever. I I think with the sleep system that I've now feel like I've refined, and all those clothes, yeah. I would be warm. Yeah, like see, and that's like going back to like the you know the trips that we're we're talking about. That's the fun part. It's like what's the new element that we want to add? Yeah, okay, yeah, now yeah. How do we navigate around that? Do we have what we need? And if not, what do we need to get? And like, how do we? make that happen you know it would be even more extreme than trying to do a cold trip would be a hot trip like in the yeah. desert or extremely hot that would actually be way more i think difficult. that would be worse i just than watched cold. different than what we've done yeah so i when i the the second trip i've ever went on it was without you guys which 
it, it was fun. It was different. It was difficult. It was a different experience, right? It, it was like 95 degrees in Pennsylvania and it was different hard. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was, it is everything you're describing. There's a part of me that like absolutely agrees and says, uh, yeah, uh, snow would be better, but like sleeping on top of your sleeping pad, mm-hmm. no blankets, right? no sleeping bag, sweating the entire time. Yeah. Bugs. You can't get away no from fire bugs. Because it's just like, why would we have a fire? We have right. our pocket rockets. There's no reason to make any to make any sort of warmth. <laughs> so like it it was yeah. different, right? Yeah. And, and like so yeah, you're describing, yeah, it would be hard as hell. And like I'm not saying sure. we shouldn't do it, but like I think it being th- this is what I would describe the difference of those. And then we should jump back to bucket list stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good path though. So it being hot outside requires an insane amount of water because you are oh, just yeah. sweating. We saw a little bit the of the living daylight, everything that goes into yeah. your body. It's like you don't even have to pee because yeah. there's nothing That's a to totally pee. Totally different yeah. challenge. Whereas in the snow, like you could just bend you need over water, and man. Eat some like snow. yeah, eat some snow, melt some snow. <laughs> like water is in abundance, and there's some uh, ever so often you can find some free lemon yeah. snow that's uh, delicious, <laughs> flavored snow, flavored yeah. snow. You know? I will say we are gonna experience you know a hot trip this year. We oh have, yeah, we have a trip planned in August. Insane. It's gonna be hot. That's uh, right. But we're going to the Adirondacks, so it's still gonna be hot. Yeah, but well, we'll have some hot, elevation. Hot being relative term, right? Yeah, because it could be seventy, and that would be comfortable. And what I was think it's it gonna when, be in the eighties when we had our our what I think is our hottest moment temperature wise on a trip, and I I'm forgetting when we had to do the road uh it the road march up. It would have been the wife packing trip. No. Um. Uh, it was when Nick came with us. We were making fun of him for bringing so much water. I we finally that found that. We finally found the tap at the camp at that campground. Yeah, man. I don't think it was that hot. It was just that we were overworked Perry. and we didn't have food. And, or, we, uh, and we were water. on a and we were on a road. And we were with on no an cover. incline. But was, I remember yeah, that, we was time, that was the only time. That was the only time we ran out of water. Right. Because I remember we went out. We were doing that longer road march. We couldn't. We could not tell when we were going to get to this next station where there was going to be either a water source or something. And I, I was, I ran out at least for, you know, an hour or so. I remember sweating through everything and it probably wasn't more than 70, 75 degrees. So putting myself yeah. in 95 degree heat or a hundred, it's completely changes everything you bring and what you wear because oh, yeah. I, I don't like wearing shorts if I don't have to, because I'd rather See, have long. You know, I'm, okay I'm okay with shorts. Yeah. If I'm going through brush and stuff, I'd rather have like, knee high socks or you yeah. know something to cover my skin but you're not doing that if it's 95 degrees no. no you're absolutely not i remember that trip wearing shorts and it felt weird because I, yeah. I remember like yeah. dude the, yeah. it was yeah. after dolly and i was like oh man i really like the pants were great and then and then i remember getting to this pa trip and it was like holy smokes it is hot like it is <laughs> yeah. really hot yeah i think our, our yeah, last- it was obvious yeah, the second Dolly trip that we took was the first time that I brought shorts too because you guys were all talking about it. Mainly, I only brought them though because uh, we were going to be swimming a little bit in right. yeah. the river. So I was like, I'll bring some shorts. Um, but I ended up really liking that afterwards because on like to me, like backpacking, hiking is a pants activity, right? When it comes to, you know, w- you, when you're going through brush or anything like that, you want to have your legs covered. Right, it does help So with that's the brush. a little like, yeah, even was- now, like I'm thinking about, man, I don't, I still am weird about wearing shorts, even yeah. though I did it and I liked it. Like, I don't know if I, I want to do it again. <laughs> I would agree. P- pants are the preferred attire, but there does get a certain temperature where it's like, it, it just yeah. doesn't matter. And it's right? not, and it's not as high as I, I would have 
thought it needed to be because I did the same on Dolly. I finally broke down. I was like, screw it. You know, I'll have my socks up at least a little bit so that I don't you get You finally unzip the bottom but, half of your uh, your zippy pants. No, that's Mike. I don't have the Yeah, our buddy Mike has the tear-offs. Um, I don't know. What's the what's the uh, name for him? I don't even know. I can't the, remember what the, they're called. The, you just slop the bottom part zip of the leg. Shorts or zip-off pants? I don't know. Flexibility is I want to say tear-aways, but that's like the breakaway pants. Yeah. Where are those uh, on the trail? So, so getting getting back onto to uh, the bucket list, right? So, um, you know, I, I kind of talked a little bit about mine, and and you know, to to talk more about backpacking with the group in general, um, it, I'd love to get out west. I'd yes. love to go out to Colorado. Dude. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to hit some of the Rockies and get some of that elevation uh, gain that's over there and seeing some of that stuff. I mean, I, the pictures that I've seen on some of the trails on all trail looking up at, at, at so possibilities crazy, and right? stuff like that, it, they look amazing. So I would love to get out west and, and do some yeah. of that stuff over that's there too. What, that's what, um, well, was it Marcy, Mount Marcy? Yeah. At Adirondacks did for me because that was the highest we've ever been. Perspective. And I was like, th- I that's now the new challenge. I'm like, how do we get higher than that and going out west or even i guess even further east but out west is for sure that's why i want to do some of the summiting and stuff like that and like why i want to go to Everett. like that's i think that's why because like you experience that that heightened level of of being you know that feeling of i'm i'm at like the top of the world type of like you get that that adrenaline i think i think that's an admirable thought brian I think you're just a you're a little bit of a thrill junkie. I do love that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. And that's not a bad thing. I think you, know, you just have like, you're you're the kind of guy spend- who doesn't want to like oh, oh like you like a challenge. Yeah, and you like a challenge that might seem unattainable. Yeah. And I think that's you're just that's your we type all- of personality, which I think is cool. I yeah. admire that about. We you. also spent few years rock climbing. Yeah, the whole I've got point that rock climbing climb, background and <laughs> stuff. Sure. Too, climb so. high and get to the top of things. That definitely helped. But. Yeah, I mean, that was... Climbing rocks. That whole time, like, that whole... I don't even know how long we were up there, but that whole time up at Marcy, we were hanging out. And it was incredible. And was, it was just pure adrenaline the whole time, and I was just, like, out of my mind excited the whole time. Was, there was no there was no dip in excitement from other than when we got over and started going down again. So like, when we talk about... Awesome. It's a great little segue. When we talk about bucket list trips, and Austin sits here and says, like, oh, I like hearing your guys' trips. My bucket list trip for Austin is I can't wait to get you to top of Mount Marcy oh my this gosh. year. I yes. agree. This year I is happening. Yeah, man. I'm I'm uh, bummed. I'm bummed that I missed that trip because, you know, I and I always like I always whenever I've missed a trip, I always love hearing about your trips and like what the experience is like. And I'm jealous, but I'm also like, you know, I I, I can't go on every single trip. So um, you know, I'm excited that we're you guys have decided to to go back because i i'm ready to join you guys um i can't wait i'm know. excited to it's, see you i'm just gonna watch you when yeah you get there. And, and it's funny because <laughs> I, you've all experienced it well but i feel like there's been a few experiences that we've had and and like okay so dolly's the only trip we've ever done twice right but i feel like in life and this is just outside of backpacking there's times where you tell someone about something that you've experienced and then you build this up in their minds as if it's this magnificent thing, like yeah, the, some yeah. restaurant right. or some like whatever. And then they experience it. It's like, it's like, oh man, this is the greatest cheeseburger ever. <laughs> and then you take your friend there and they're just like, dude, this cheeseburger is basic. Yeah. Like this <laughs> yeah. is, is not this McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. And then, but like, but listen, so I think about the Adirondacks and granted it is not 
Mount Everest. It is not Kilimanjaro. It is not these like you know chaos, like huge. We're things, not fourteen. Right? Yeah, we're, we're not. not we're not doing that. Thousand up. But I know for sure. I can I can go with complete certainty. This is not a basic cheeseburger that we're talking about. No. Right. You are going to get up there, and it is not going to be like, man, these guys were so wrong. This sucks. <laughs> you're going to get up there, and you're going to yeah. be like, hell yeah. yes. Well, this wind is destroying yeah. me. <laughs> it is incredible. Look yeah. at this view. It's going to be awesome. I, I know for a fact that he's going to love it that much because your favorite trip thus far has been Linville. Correct. correct? Yep. And. And that, that was point. basically on an entire ridge and it had right. some, you know, and actually, yeah. Uh, and, and what's funny, I know what you're going to say yeah. is, um, so I'm not typically front of the pack kind of hiker, right? I'm, I'm middle to back. I'm, I was never really a strong hiker, anything like that. Well, I started to run, I started to train for marathons, stuff like that. And I was really good at running when we went to Linville. I was like the best shape ever and I crushed it and it was my favorite trip and I loved it. Well, it's, yeah, that's not where I was gonna go. Oh, with okay, it. gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> but Adirondacks is still gonna be hard. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, it's still yeah. Be hard. well I'm still but like yes. running and, will, and stuff like that. All and of that so, will help, but it will yes. probably. Oh yeah, it'll probably be hard. At that point, Linville was probably the highest peak think, level elevation that we have gone. Definitely the highest three sixty. The, the, the highest yeah. three sixty views, and I think that's why maybe another reason you loved it so much is because the views that you got versus the other trips we've done yeah. were were so much more extravagant Correct. and and yeah. and just being able to see so much yeah. further and all the way around i feel like maybe that's another reason and i think that's exactly why you're going to love yeah. and 80k and for so me, much that is set that is set an appetite for like i want to be that higher or higher in other places <laughs> yeah i, I if agree it's, if it's out west which it kind of kind of needs to be it isn't marcy be. one of the highest peaks in Eastern, on this side of the country, it's. I mean, it's got. You got to think highest, like New Hampshire and that kind of thing is probably a little higher. Maybe I thought there were some ports in the Rockies that were probably. I think when we were talking about doing, we're it, talking East Coast. Right. Though. It was close though. It was in the yeah, five it was pretty range, close. I think close I, to six. Mount Sterling, I think, is Ma- maybe a Mount little higher. Mitchell is Mount the highest Mitchell. peak That's in what the is. Eastern United States, which is which is near Mount Sterling. I think over in the Smokies area where we were talking about going right two years ago. Yeah. So is that in? That's in the Smokies yep. or that area? Okay. Yep. And what's Sweet. that? What's the elevation? I didn't know the Smokies had seven? that high of mountains. I thought so it was more like Mount is it, is Mount Mitchell towering above the surrounding forest at an impressive six thousand six hundred and eighty four feet above okay. sea level. So it's a thousand yeah. higher so, than we were at at yeah. Marcy. So let's yeah, so elevation of Mount Marcy, while we're just sitting here looking, you know, interneting, is five thousand three hundred and forty three. Yeah. Which listen, man, so this is what's insane. Big difference. 5,343 feet above sea level. Mount Marcy was high. It was high. Yeah. Mount Everest is 17,000. Yeah. No. No, it's like no. 30,000. No, that's the... Yeah, base oh, camp. Oh, base yeah. camp. Base, base camp. camp. Base camp. 17,400. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, that is insane. <laughs> yeah. So, base so camp listen. Even, it, yeah. That is, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. So, Mount Everest is 29... We'd have to do thousand yeah. feet. You'd have above. to do three of That's Marcy, incredible. three of yeah. Marcy, just to get ready dude, to start. Everest. That is that is outrageous. Like yeah. I mean, yeah, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. So okay, so that's great. That's great. We're talking about this. So one thing I would like to do, and and it's kind of along those lines, is like I want to do Mount Whitney, oh, which yeah. is fourteen thousand five hundred five. Love it. And, and I believe, yeah, it's the highest point in the in the United States. 
And where's wait, that's where's half Whitney? of Everest? Now, granted, I'm not sitting here saying I'm going to scale Everest. I'm not. I'm. I'm just like listen. I'm an adult. I'm a parent. Like I'm just getting to an age where that's not a risk I'm taking at this I, point sure. in my life. I love that you just said that because that's not really a backpacking trip. That's a mountaineering trip. Yeah, right? I'm not doing that. <laughs> I mean, that's if you scary. if you want to summit Mount Whitney, that's well, a mountaineering trip, dude. I, li, no, but I know people who've done M- Mount Whitney, and it's they don't ha- they don't have to do that. They didn't. There's some spooky parts of it. Yeah, my dad's friend did it. Really? Okay. And um, and he did it. He was in his fifties, and okay. which very like physically fit yeah. guy. Like yeah. he he actually did it twice because the first time he got a little lost because you have to uh, start in the dark. Yep. And then you end in the dark. It just right. takes that Interesting. long. Right. Um. But when I, of course, like I'm sitting there hearing him tell the story, and I'm yeah. just like, yeah, 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 like I want to do it. And uh, but but it's not. I think like, and and I don't rem- maybe I don't remember correctly. So please mm-hmm. toast me in the comments. But like, I I think I think there's certain parts that are difficult and mm-hmm. and like kind of spooky and scary um, and make you a little uncomfortable. But I don't think it's like you know you're not like rock climbing. Sure. And, and this is not the kind of guy. And that's why I feel kind of confident saying it. I don't think he's the kind of guy that would do that. Well, it's not rock climbing, but you. I think a lot of the guys are harnessed in with each other. I think there's some elements of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that's technically when you're when you're like that and you're doing that level of climbing with like you know, and it, depending on you know the the time of year, you're going to be in the snow. Like that's kind of why I want to do Mount Shasta. They have a, a a Mount Shasta climb. It's in Northern California. I think it's around fourteen thousand as well. I can't remember off the top of my head, but that's that's a mountaineering trip too. And you can actually book one of the adventures through REI, which is kind of fourteen thousand nice. ones. Yeah. So I have a fun fact for you guys. Uh, so we were talking about Mount Everest. You know. 30,000 feet high. We're talking about like, all these different mountains. They're huge, right? I mean, in scale, when you're sitting there and you're looking up at these mountains, they're, they're so massive. Fun fact, if you took the earth and you shrunk it down to the size of a golf ball and you held it in your hand, that ball would be smooth. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I've heard this. That's what's the crazy about the scale of Earth is that to us when we're looking up, it looks so incredibly huge. Yeah. Yeah. But in reality, they're it's nothing. It's, yeah, it's in not even a blip. It's not the, even a blip. Yeah. It's pretty interesting, that's and that's. Uh, in, if I'm wrong, uh, I am so sorry. <laughs> listen, uh, listen I heard that. I, it's I'm a pretty meme sure somewhere. I, I, I'm pretty sure I heard that somewhere, but I just thought that was an interesting fact, and it has no. It's really not that relative to this uh, topic, but that's I, funny. I to piggyback on that, <laughs> because I was curious, cruising altitude. Two, altitude. altitude. <laughs> 32. For airplanes is between 33,000 and 42,000 feet. Yeah. Listen, man. So I've I, been, a, you're up I've been above the mountain. I have been in some airplanes in my life. Mm-hmm. 33,000 feet is really close to Mount Everest. That, yeah, when man. I think of... So being like, in an airplane and looking out and seeing, insane. The, seeing the, the, the peak of... A mountain, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> right there at Cruzy. Hard pass. I mean, yeah, it sounds amazing. Yeah, I want to do it. Yeah, I just think that's a certain like level of technical like climbing. That there's that's different than backpacking, hiking, and camping yeah. in a camper and enjoying. I like, I like the different. idea. It sounds like, fun as hell, but a little scary for me. Yeah, and Whitney, where's Whitney? California. Okay, so I like it'd be great. I like the idea. We did Marcy, and that was in the fives, and it's like let's go tackle. Let's find a six and sure. just keep iteratively going up because I. I don't know if you go and do Whitney and then you go back and do like a Marcy, is he going to feel like, eh, it's still magical experience, dude. So, so. so here, yeah. so I think to bring it back to like, I think about like uh bucket list trips. Okay. Um, we're talking about these grandiose things, right? Right. I, I think in, in Brian, you talk about, I love your perspective, right? Is 
Longer nights. Yeah. You want to do a couple extra nights. I love that. So for me, and and like the list goes on and on. Like I want to do the Swiss Alps. I think that's cool as shit. Um but like for for me, I, I have always as a group, and I'm not sure where in my head I it came across it at one point, the enchantments in Seattle. Yes. Like yep. I I've always wanted to do that. I have only done like minimal research on it. I know it's difficult to get a permit for. I just know like first off, I think calling it the enchantments just makes it this like magical thing like that's out of a book. <laughs> but then, you know, I'm also of the same th- thought like, you know, Brian, you and I have seen this video or talked about uh, pack rafting oh, where yeah. you're you have like a little kayak and you like do yep. little river sections. Those but but those are different challenges than like we're talking about Mount Everest oh, or, Of course, right? yeah. And so my bucket list kind of surrounds around those types of things yeah, where I'm with you. I like the idea of a longer trail. I like the idea like Allison really wants to do the uh rim to rim in the Grand Canyon. Oh, like yeah. that's just that's more time and yeah. and like sure it's difficult, but it's you know, once you're in the basin of the the yeah. Grand Canyon, once you're down, like yeah. you're down, like that's it. Like you start hiking. Got to go back up. You got to go back up and that's hard, but you know, we've kind of already done that if you do one of the downs and back, right? It is what it is, but those are the kinds of things I think that excite me, just yeah. like variety I of trail. That. Not necessarily like, you know, we we could say like, oh, we're going to do a 60-mile trail that with limited elevation. It's like that sounds really cool. Like that's right. kind of bucket listing yeah. for me. Yeah, it's cool. Hey Alex, do you mind uh, looking something up? You have your computer here. Sure. Do you mind looking something up? So we had been uh kind of throwing around some ideas uh in the future of of possibly like taking flights and and going somewhere a little bit farther and we were talking uh, Canadian trips. Uh there was yeah. one place in particular that we talked about Nova Scotia. Yeah, uh, yeah I yeah. believe do you do you remember does anybody remember the name I of this? Uh, the- but it looked gorgeous. Uh, and I was just curious if uh, you know we can pull it up. So, is there a specific trail, or are you like Prince yeah, Edward I Island? Yeah, I thought there was like uh, something that we that we shared with each other that was um, mm. in uh, in Nova Scotia that was gorgeous. Because again, like Canada is massive, it, and it's not that far away from us. And right. it could oh no, totally not at all. Be possible. Yeah, you know, I, to do a trip. So like I'm that. trying to. So well, yeah, to I mean, get it's, to the border, I know it's close in the sense that the border's close. I wonder the trails in canada or ones that we would like to go to would you have to drive you know 10 I mean, hours sure. into canada just oh to, yeah i mean yeah probably but have, like my fishing trip that i used to go on to canada every year like that was like eight hours away nine hours away and we were like into canada and like well but to no, a point where like it was cool as shit like i never backpacked it but if we ever go back yeah i plan on going an extra night early and backpacking it uh take a look at this it's uh here, I'm going to just show you my phone so you can spell it out because I'm going to not pronounce that right. This is what's great about never deleting your text messages because I can look back like six months. You just found <laughs> a text message about it from that long uh, ago? Yeah, one of our other buddies, Andrew, texted this trail oh, right. months ago. And I remember seeing it and it looked gorgeous. Would you know how to pronounce that? Let me see it. Ch- I'm saying Cape Chignecto. Yeah, okay. So it's in Nova Scotia, Canada. Yeah, like uh, Cape Chignetto Provincial Park, which prevent provincial parks, uh, to my knowledge, Canadian people, please br- bring the bring the heat if I if I mess this up. <laughs> please do. <laughs> so uh, provincial provincial land is uh, is technically crown land, which in Canada is essentially like government land, which I think in the United States would would equate to like BLM land, right, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but crown land can never be developed on, et cetera, et cetera. So. But yeah, this is uh yeah, it looks like it's a 27 mile loop 
and it is off the yeah in kind of in near like the kelly river wilderness area which of course i mean i know nothing about nova scotia um but it looks like yeah it's like kind of like uh right it's like a tip like kind of right you know, like off like the gulf of sound? maine right yeah okay. yeah yeah so it looks like yo the bay of of fundy is what bay it of is. Fundy. Fun, oh, yeah. man, that sounds bay of Fundy. Fun. <laughs> so- Love sounds this. Fun. Yes. <laughs> sounds real fun. I don't remember ever. I mean, I, I know I, we've we've suggested a number of places, but like this is absolutely the type of shit that's yes, on my list. This is what right. I'm talking about. I don't need it to be, I don't need to be monster on top of the mountain, but like if there's variety of things, and that's I think what I've always loved about Dolly Sods. The trail has variety. It's, right. You know, you're yeah. in this pine forest, then you're in like a basin, then you're on and even some and river. even doing like within we did it with Dolly a little bit where within yeah. the same wilderness we went back and instead of doing a straight loop where different location every night we switched it up a little bit and we said okay similar loop we're gonna switch it up but we're gonna spend more than one night in the same location and I like the idea of wherever we go doing more nights out like I said. But even if part of that or all of that is setting up at a central location for four or five nights, but then each day doing a different little mini adventure, sure. like we're going to go do, you know, this hike, get to this point yeah. and, and do that day hike, day adventure, do whatever, go to a destination and come back, have the camping element of it, also have the backpacking element I, of it, but yeah. do it for a long time. I kind of like that idea because, um, you know, part, part of your, I mean, a, a big chunk of your day is making sure you have enough time to like set up your camp yeah make right. food everything like that if you have a spot that that leaves you more time to be able to explore and hit some more mileage but also you can pack lighter yeah because you're leaving stuff at the base camp so you can get a little more maybe you can hit some nooks and crannies and trails that you well and with, we climbing. talked about with that at the adirondacks exactly yeah. with the gothics or gothics exactly. Sorry. Exactly. Um, we were gonna do that we just yeah. kind of ran out of time but but and it allows you to explore maybe the same wilderness in multiple different ways because you can go hit a loop. It's like great, you know. I saw Cranberry Wilderness. It's like, did you? Because you can go back. Yeah. You can have a completely different experience and do did it you? doing it a little bit. So different. this is this is hilarious. So a photo. I'm I'm now scrolling it at Camp Chignecto. Oh man, that's and, gorgeous. And there's, man, we there's are, literally we are a sign. Butchering that. Somebody please correct. Just us. say <laughs> Chignetto. Chignetto. I'll bet that's what it. Ch- it's probably Chignetto. Listen though, there's a sign here that says Camp Chignetto. And then it says it's no walk in the park. <laughs> Sound, <laughs> sounds like it's on our list. Yeah, 100%. this would be dope. look at that. That's gorgeous. Look at that, awesome. man. We're just looking so at photos of it. It looks awesome. So, so Brian, it's funny. I, I I'm not gonna say we've never done a base camp situation. Period. Right. We've never done it. So I can't say like, oh, I don't like that. The idea of a base camp, for whatever reason, and we've talked about it in a couple of different scenarios, it just sounds boring to me. And I know it's not, and I know the things like we would do kind of around that. And we've had like we've we've stayed at one campground, you know, two nights in a row, whatever, and that was cool to me. That was great, kind of a fun, quirky. It was a different camping thing. trip. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But like a base camp, I don't know. I, and granted, I, we need to try it. But yeah. then I think about like the Adirondacks and what you're describing about like oh we talked about doing the gothics and like dropping packs and whatnot that sounds more appealing to me than like hey we're going out for five nights and we're gonna have one campground well i agree because part of the fun of doing a backpacking trip like this is reminiscing about all the different campsites that we yeah, found yeah. Right, yeah. right you and, know and, and it's I, not bad but it's just and a I think, different and type of trip and i think there's a healthy mix too because what we were planning on doing in 80k i think would have been like the perfect mixture of that is we're going to do different locations different nights except 
on this one section of the trip, we know we need to, there's this super technical, super, oh, yeah. you know, difficult totally. part. We need to be lighter. So let's set up a camp, knock that part out in a day, enjoy that, come back and then move on with the It trip wasn't ahead. even that. We didn't, even, that wasn't even the plan. We were going to wake up early after being right. on that campsite it, that day and then do come it back. come back grab our yeah, shit yeah, yeah, yeah. and then make but our way leave, back but still leave our stuff behind intentionally right oh, yeah, yeah. the, the intention was to ne- well yeah it was never the intention to to do that you know what guys we've been uh, we've been talking for a while i'm getting kind of hungry for a snack yeah me too does anybody have anything i uh, i do yeah i brought these um i i, I didn't know i know we talked about uh you know, trail snacks uh, oh, previous episode, but we got some dates here. Wow, what, what do you know? Yeah. Uh, no, actually, uh, so we've been hounding uh, Pfeiffer for a while to bring these dates. Uh, you know, throwback to one of our earlier episodes, we were talking about food and some stuff that we bring on the trail. And and Pfeiffer was talking about these dates. You had a hard time and opening this or what? I, I, don't, I, don't, I, am, I need a knife. They're, so, they're, so, they're so good. He brought the package completely yeah, sealed. I like I, wanted, I, I, didn't want, I didn't want you yeah. to give he me anything to be fresh. Give me he any fresh dates. I didn't want you to give me. Yeah, if it was a ramen bomb, he would have started eating it on the yeah, way here. Right. We need to do a ramen uh-huh. bomb live on the pod at some point. But we anyways, uh, you know, we, we were talking about dates and we were kind of making fun of him for it. But he was convinced none of us had had a date. So, and I think he's kind of right because. I don't know. I, I can't really I, think. I've, of, ha- I've had one covered like, in covered chocolate. chocolate. Covered so, in chocolate. Well, right, these are have, not covered in the chocolate. Thing. These so, are legit medjool dates. So we're gonna we're gonna do a live taste I, test. I think my pits. wife the other the day pits. said these have pits. God, these oh. f-ers are big. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, man. Listen, what <laughs> I had was like small, like a chocolate covered oh, peanut. Right. This huge. looks so. All right, this looks borderline phallic. I mean, we got the we got the mood light in here so there's a there's a little bit of stem you might have to peel off oh this sounds fun and yeah. then this I'll, is what I'll, like, I'll have to show you i can't really talk through it i'll have to show you but there is a <laughs> there's a there's a pit inside <laughs> so i'll i sort of tear off half of it so i can get to the pit oh and then this I is already the way too much i was gonna work. say <laughs> just, just watch it a bite just watch it happen my wife called this nature's candy so i know it's going to be sweet there you go it's fine that's half down we get the pit out so you don't need that I hate. That. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's like it's, it's caramel. A, it's fucking big raisin, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, it, no. Yeah, Raisins dude. aren't this like like creamy and flesh filled. Like this is like oh, it's oh. fantastic. It's so good. And two of those is 100 calories. Well, I just wasted 25 calories. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I'm not gonna disagree. <laughs> it's like fucking eating a caramel. Right. It's delicious. I, it's fine. It's fine. It's a f- no. all right, it's a bigger no. booger raisin. It's <laughs> so a booger raisin. Have, yeah, do people, I'm, I'm out. I have a question. Like, do people eat dates that aren't dried and candied like this? These aren't dried. They're just they're not candied. This just this is how they grow. This is legit the thing. There's done nothing. You nothing pluck it off and it it's true. Yeah, it's a big raisin. It's a big like raisin. That? Yeah, big there's raisin. there's yeah, nothing. Raisin, no, no, no. Raisins are dried. Right. right? They're dried grapes. This this is this is a date. You have they've done nothing to these. Now you can dry these. Brian's <laughs> on his second over here. <laughs> I mean, it's just fine, dude. They're good. You can dry these, and actually, if you get dry dates, and then then they'll sugar them and put them in a bag or whatever, and those are delicious. But those yeah, are that legit sounds candy. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm not, these aren't like repulsive, I but I'm, mint. I don't know. I don't really care for raisins, and these are like. These are big, ra- like raisins of all like the fruit. I don't know. These are just so fleshy exactly. compared yeah. to raisins. I don't. It's too sweet. All that it's fibrous just, stuff on the inside. Well, I don't mind any of Healthy, that stuff. The, of the annoying part is like having to like pick out the the pit the is pit. annoying. The pit can, is annoying. And then buy and pit it if you want to be lazy. Okay, lazy. 
I'm not going to buy them at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay um, with them. I'm okay with them, but listen, if I th- there's under no circumstance if I saw dates in the aisle would I be like, "Oh hell yeah." Getting some dates. Like no, man. I'll tell you that is I don't know. Every you cover circum- that fucker in chocolate maybe. Oh man, it doesn't need it. But no, that is fine. We're it, we're really exhausting that beep button this episode. <laughs> I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm hungry. Like I I'd go in for more. To do like I, I'm just hungry. I, I, I like bucket. it. It's I'm good. Just, I'm, I'm just hungry. I'm with Austin though. Texture and like but I also I really like and my they're whole under point. under no circumstance am I eating raisins except for if it's mixed in with trail mix. Now, yeah. if you put that big raisin <laughs> adjacent <laughs> fruit in the confines of like chewy granola or maybe like some M&Ms yep. too. Yeah, go for it. Trail mix. I could dig that. I could do that. But just by itself, it's just like a, My a point, gooey one I do kind think, of thing. I legitimately think they're delicious. My point also on the food episode was that these are bang for your buck and for the size and everything you bring them what you want to get calories in easily and it tastes good boom dates done i you know i agree with you in your I've description there but and we can check the tape as you like to say <laughs> i'm pretty sure you were selling this as the tastiest thing on the planet oh no i think they i, I think they're delicious no he, he was no it, it, there's I a, think there's an big, ulterior motive but the argument was not necessarily like oh these aren't good it was I, I, none of us really knew really what a date was. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I just never Brian, had one Brian like this. Brian said they were I, crunchy. I, I never said they were crunchy. I will right, we'll check it. When did I say they were crunchy? <laughs> I don't know. I heard someone check say they were the crunchy. Check the tape. Never. Yeah. It was not me. I said, well, anyway. You said, you said, oh, they got a pit in them. I said, oh, great. Now All I can right. go to the dentist because I'm everyone's breaking gonna, my everyone's teeth. Everyone's going to have to go back and listen to the other episodes. Christ. But I'm glad I was able to share them with you as I continue to eat them. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for bringing them. Thank you, Viper. You're very welcome, all of you. All right, back to the bucket list. Back to the bucket list. <laughs> all right, dates are were never on my bucket list. <laughs> I'm trying it again because I'm really like, I'm, I want to give it a fair shot. I'm an adventurous eater. I literally eat everything. There's very few things that I don't like, and I don't I'm like I'm surprised that. that you don't like them. Yeah, because I, I think it's just too sweet are, and fleshy. Hmm. It's a well. weird texture for me, and quite honestly, I, they're... It's just too much for me. Yeah, I'm not into it. But but I, I get it. Like you gave it, it a tastes, fair shake. Like the taste. I like the taste. It's a texture. It's purely a texture for the thing for All me. Right. Mm. And that's partially why I don't like raisins. Yeah. And All that's right. why mixed in with peanuts, uh, okay. M and M's, and granola. That's where it's good because it removes. It basically kills that texture. Right. So I, I, that's my assessment. Well, I like I said, I'm I'm happy you all taste uh, good. Join me. I'm going to take these home and eat them all not tonight <laughs> 50 calories at a time yeah. exactly <laughs> enjoy so um knowing that uh whatever our next trip is i'll bring dates um just make sure you bring the spam too oh yeah well that's a given no baby now Dude. that mm. <laughs> now full that. agreement around the table spam yeah. is delicious. no argument there. so no matter what bucket list trip you go on you have to have spam I, well, yeah now, i think it's some staple. way to fry it we yeah. learned yeah some staple. way to fry it i got my little frying pan mm. that's perfect and when we do adk you know that's making an appearance what if we make a little spammies oh, little stop. spammies little spammies little is this turning into a food podcast uh, it can't. No. <laughs> it can't. It every, can't. every every episode, episode every episode could turn into this what's wrong uh, with at a certain point, we Gosh. need to flip it. Jeez. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's get back we on track. Trail Theory podcast about eating in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Trail mix theory. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> so I guess, uh, um, does 
who has a and we know what we're doing this year so i guess it's a well, next not year. entirely but yeah well we know one. i think we know we're doing 80k we know we're doing the, 80K. in august yeah was there another one that we have um april yeah but we don't know where we're going i think some discussion and excitement has been linville but i, I think oh, okay. that it's not been decided oh, yeah. because we haven't completed it that was, i know we, we couldn't cross i know couldn't cross the uh there's more the to river. be done there yeah the yeah. water was too which, high and too fast and the bridge right. was out. Which is another cool thing because, I mean, we haven't talked about that, but the fact you could do go to a trail with an intent on doing the loop. Right. Or, Accomplishing one thing. Right. Getting to a destination and then you can't for some reason. And, so, it, and it becomes on your bucket list. we got to right, complete it. Go it is on, yeah, that's so a good point. In, so in Linville, uh, we had planned on doing the loop. Um, that's pretty well documented. You know, if you go to the website, you can kind of see, or, you know, search any tra- anywhere. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It's, it's findable. Right? So when we went, um, the there's a, a pretty big water gap that um, typically had a bridge. I mean, it was pretty primitive, but it got washed out, right? And, yep. and we at the time had kind of, you know, tried to figure out, hey, is there a way for us to cross? And when we got there, though, it had been raining quite a bit the week before, and it was just enough where it didn't make sense for us to risk it. So we went right. and came back, which was fine. It was a beautiful trail. Um, have things changed at Linville? Yeah. Okay. The bridges, they have a they, bridge. They, they, they yeah, rebuilt, I think they okay. rebuilt it. Yeah. Which rebuilt was wild to see, because that, that thing was... You know, yeah, I mean, steel rotted into primitive. the rock. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say and it was like it was, yeah, away. it was like a full like sawed. Like, oh, piece I thought of wood. it was like yeah, yeah, literally yeah. like just. Oh, no, you saw because we we saw walked across one section. Out of right. I know, but I thought it was around. like planks. In no. no, 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 no. It was like a big log, massive. And they were yeah, they were like wrought iron rods going through stuff. And so whatever took it out was yeah, it was like a water. Yeah, force of say flood, but yeah, it was a ton of water. Yeah, yeah. But and but I mean and even that had its own little blessing in disguise because I remember you know we we hiked out and on the way out it was uh, super cloudy we were hiking along the ridge couldn't see foggy you know we yeah, knew yeah, we yeah. were up there we knew the view was beautiful but we couldn't see five feet in front of you because right. it was too foggy yeah and um and then we we decided to go down that we had been tracking on the drive up what the water level was at and we're like it's kind of close it'll be you know it's chancy we'll go see you. and we decided to go down and see what it was like couldn't do it but having to turn around and go back it was means cool. the fog lifted and we got to see everything it on was the way like back. Two it was different a totally trails. different trip. It was, yeah. which made it cool because I think we all were like a little bummed. It was like, ah, crap. Right. We got to go back the exact same way we went and quite honestly, it didn't feel like the same way. It oh, was like right. a different well, trail. And that's yeah. one of the reasons why we like to do loops. Uh, you know, we seek loops when we're looking for new trips is because yeah. every step is something different. Yeah. So when we had to turn around, you're right. Uh, it was, we were bummed, but it was totally different. And then there's that whole second half of the trail that we actually haven't done yet. That now we're so like, that's well, the we whole go point back. that we're talking about now so, is that possibly going back and doing that other. Yeah. Side. Right. So yeah. I think you know, as we kind of get to time, like let's all. I would love to just kind of get everyone's take on. Maybe it's um, you know, we're talking about bucket lists. We're talking like what would be one thing, and I guess it doesn't have to be like a grandiose thing. So it could be any range of what we've talked about, or. Is there one thing, and and it could also be something on the trail that you would like to do? Um, Brian, you mentioned a base camp. Is there one thing that anybody could pinpoint? We'll kind of go around the horn here um, of like a bucket list thing, trail, spot. Like, I think I know what I'm going to say, but like, is there a part of some like a, a component of the trail could be length of time, height, you know, whatever that is kind of on your list? I mean, all the above for me. 
like the, the so time first the, the time prioritize that well it's it's <laughs> no it's hard i mean the time on the trail just pick one yeah yeah, yeah. i think location maybe for me uh, where where we're gonna go uh you know i i like to feel that i'm completely out of my own environment and and kind of almost feel like i've just been plucked up the google man dropped yeah in man yep. and just dropped down yep. somewhere and um and i think that's why the the everest base camp thing is is so appealing to me too is because like it's in a country that i've never been to and uh and experiencing just completely new things yeah um i think maybe that's what it is yeah that's awesome i love that yeah i think if i had to pick one sort of aspect of a trip that we haven't quite hit on i think it's going to be timeout like the the length of time that we're out we've we've you want to do less i want to do more no <laughs> yeah i want to do like six hours and that's it and come back um well done no. well said <laughs> we've 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 t- we've capped at three nights and i think there's to me the difference between three nights and the fourth is probably really significant and we just haven't experienced it yet and then especially if you bleed into like a fifth where you're spending, Gosh, especially five, if five sounds like a lot. Right. Four it's, sounds like, okay, one more night. Right. And well, maybe, and, you know, we start with that. Doable, it's doable, but wrapped in with, you know, our normal lives, it seems like a lot. Right. Yeah. It's a time commitment. And, and I think, it's, yeah. it's a seven the time day, commitment is the you know, especially mm-hmm. if we're doing yeah. it somewhere a little further away and you got to find something big enough that can support you being out five nights, unless you're going to build in a little bit of base campy type stuff. Right. But, um, but you know, a travel day, the better part of a week out and then you come back and it's like one of your 52 weeks in that year has been out in the wilderness and being able it's to pretty say neat. that's like, cool that's to pretty think cool. about when you think mm-hmm. about it like that yeah there's only 52 weeks in a year yeah right yeah yeah Yeah, and to say that i was living outside for one of them <laughs> yeah you would, resided would be, in the would, woods that's right. cool it'd be cool i like that yeah it's a good thought yeah i think for me um i think location is the biggest thing for me um you know because uh we, I, you know, we have a pretty good formula down for how we've been doing things when it comes to like the timing that we go out, you know, the type of trails we like to pick out, the group that we have. Everything is great. I think for me, it's just the different locations. I think it would be great to, um, you know, head out west or go up north to Canada, just find different experiences. And I know that's a different way to plan it, and you have to maybe add in some extra time for that uh, for the travel. But um, I think that you know what stinks about where we live and our location is that um, we don't have um, a lot of trails that are really easily accessible uh, you know that you can get to at the drop of a hat right? right you know even the ones that we have to get on the east coast require a lot of planning um, you know and the out west is just like Covered. there's like 20 states that have you know the best hiking right. yeah. and so many things to do outdoors um and you know i know if, if there's people listening here what i want is your suggestions yeah you know if you're listening to what we do and what we like um please send us stuff uh that uh, you think that we would dig and um you know we'll we'll definitely look into it and, and possibly do one um because uh, I want people who maybe have had experiences on other trails, and and if you liked it, let us know. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. I think those recommendations are are great. And then uh, 
as we get steam here, we'll start uh, scheduling group trips with listeners and yeah, uh, we'll awesome. sponsor stuff. Like what that. a great be, idea! Awesome. You're saying Amazing. it on mic. You're saying it on mic right now. I'm going to hold you to it. It is happening. <laughs> we'll do it one day. What about you, Alex? I love it. Uh, for me, so I, I think. I mean. There are so many things. There are so many things on this list for me. Um, but I, I think the ultimate, what it ultimately comes down to, there's like a component to a trip, and and it do- it doesn't have to be this one component. But I, for example, I have always, for years now, <clears throat> on this ca- that we go on this this Canada fishing trip was a 25 year um, running thing, and everyone on the trip, the the elders um, of the trip had always kind of explained uh that one of like my dad's best friend um his grandfather i believe used to do this trip in canada where they flew in on a float plane (laughs) and so i think of those types of things like for example i would always love i want to go to the boundary waters i would love to go to isle royale in lake superior like those but those are the types of trips where it's like all right you gotta like Isle Royale, you've got to do a ferry. Right. That sounds yeah. cool as shit to me. Like flying in on a plane, landing in water. Yeah. Get out. Like I don't I don't even have to do any elevation. But that, <laughs> right. those are the things for me. Like yeah. and maybe that's why I'm like obsessed with the enchantments. You gotta like do the permit thing. Yeah. I so think is it that the, is well, it that's the why rem- that's why these are bucket lists. Right. Yeah. Right. They're <laughs> not they're not you know, and I guess maybe that's where I need to expand my list a little bit more to things that are like not just yeah, you know, pretty basic stuff. I mean the, that's the definition and is, of Yeah, this. but is it the remote is it the remoteness? Is, of no, that, I just think kinda, it's kind of experience, experience too. Yeah, because like I mean, honestly, you could take a float plane anywhere, like some little crappy lake in Canada, and like it could just be cool, right? right. And right. the trail, like obviously, the trail could be could be neat, right? It could be, but it could also be like a mana stay, which even is still cool. Like, right? We didn't we, it wasn't our favorite for different reasons, but that's what I think. I, I, like those little minor components of it, where it's it, it's. um like Linville was cool for unique, me because right? it was like, oh well, we might not be able to do this. That's right. really a fun component to me. It's adding a, a so it's that unknown a layer, yeah. a layer, yeah, of, yeah it's unknown. The un- it's the unknown and the thing you haven't done before. Yeah, and I mean, doing flying it and, on a plane, yeah. like chartering a plane with a group of dudes. Yeah, flying in on a plane with like water, like I don't know, floats on it. That's like oh, pontoons. Yeah. yeah, it's insane to me. So yeah, that like that type of thing. I, like I don't it. need any elevation out of that. All that does is make me think of the book The Hatchet. Oh yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> takes me back to fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah. I read that like a dozen times when I was yeah. like in fourth grade. That yeah. guy's oh name was gosh. Brian too. I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, we don't need a third with an eye. Oh, well, then he's wrong. It was with an eye. <laughs> All right, All right, boys. Yeah, good episode. Yeah, please send us uh, your bucket list uh, trips. Uh, not even your bucket list trips, but things that you've done that maybe yeah. we can do. Um, you know, that would be fun. Yeah, email us at the trail theory pod at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and we will see you next time. See you on the trail. The Trail Theory Podcast is sponsored by Audimute and Audio Technica. Music by Dan Koch.